You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome to Financial Legacy. Nothing off limits with Leah. I'm your courageous host. November is the month of celebration where people get together. Make sure you eat good, drink responsibly, and have lots of fun. This is the show where gems of the world become intrigued by their rare gem moment, rare gem reveal, and discuss their moment of truth. Let's welcome Kids World of Fun creator, Patricia Bagley from Cleveland. Thank you hello, for joining hello. us. Yeah, well, welcome to the show. I am excited to be here. I am excited to have you as you are Mrs. You Miss Face of Cleveland at this very moment. I look up and I hear or see your name everywhere. Let's talk to the guests oh. about who you are and what you do. Tell me about taking something off your plate. I'm Patricia, like you said, the owner and founder of Kids World of Fun. Kids World of Fun is a full-service children's entertainment company where we provide a one-stop shop experience for not only kids' birthday parties when you're looking to entertain and provide entertainment, but also community events and things like that. And kind of when you say taking things off your plate, and that was kind of the ideal of Kids World when we when we created it 15 years ago was just creating a better experience for moms like myself who, you know, trying to throw a birthday party or something for your child. And not only do you have to host that event, but you have to, you know, hire different entertainers and vendors to carry out that event. And so the ideal of Kids World was to just make party planning an easier experience for moms like myself, where you can call one company to get everything taken care of and not have to worry about if this vendor showing up or if that vendor showing up while also trying to enjoy the moment yourself. Right. As I do understand that with being a mom myself and I can reflect back on those parties and I just feel like, man, I'm over it. It's so much to do. It's easier just to hit the movie. But here it is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you created a whole atmosphere where you bring the entertainment to the home. Like, how has that been working out for you? And let's just talk a little about when you first began. What was that like? Um, when I first started, so just to kind of go back, I was all, as a kid, I always, you know, thought of having a business, you know, and things like that. So I remember being like 14 years old telling people, hey, I'm going to start a children's entertainment company. And, you know, I, I didn't have the resources. So a lot of people probably didn't take me serious. You know, I was just, I had many ideas, you know, and things that I wanted to pursue. So I didn't realize that, you know, the seeds were actually being planted then. You know, I was speaking into existence and not even knowing that maybe not then, but later, you know, that would actually come into fruition. So like I said, I've been doing it for about 15 years now. And each year we try to, we grow and just add an extra additional element to make it, you know, bigger and better. So we have a lot of repeat customers, a lot of satisfied customers. So we're just happy that, you know, the city kind of took to our vision and, you know, and it shows that they support it because like I said, we get a lot of repeat customers and we're always looking to grow with new customers as well. But really, it's one of those things where they say, if you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. And I feel like children's entertainment is just that, you know, I get paid to have fun 
and create memories with families all over. You know, and let's talk about creating memories. And I just said, when I look up, I hear your name floating throughout the city. You all over, right? <laughs> oh, so you, you actually took Kids World of Fun and you was like, hey, let me expand this because I see the parents need a place to go and be able to have the same type of party style, same atmosphere with the same trusted crowd. Let's talk about your expansion to the event stop, which is a very popular place here in Cleveland. It's a dope space, man. It's so nice. You you put your hard work and effort into it, you guys. If you could see this, the floors are fabulous. It makes you feel as if you're on top of a ballroom. I came in there and was like, I'm floating. Let me see if this (laughs) man going to break me down, man. What made you want to expand that way? And how has that been working out? So the event stop originally is our venue. It is a separate entity, but originally the ideal for having a brick and mortar was actually because we were doing children's entertainment and we are, Kids World is a mobile children's entertainment provider. And so we speak to parents on the front lines when planning events. And one of the top struggles was finding a place to host the party. So while thinking to open up a facility, originally it was going to be a children's entertainment facility because, you know, that's that's been my, that's where my heart has been. That's where I put all my blood, sweat, and tears is in the children's entertainment space. So originally I thought I'll open up a children's entertainment company that'll help make it easier for parents who are looking for a facility and I can also provide the entertainment as well. But then I thought, what about the graduations? What about the baby showers? You know, so why put myself in a bubble where I'm just catering to kids when I can do everything? So I went out during the pandemic and started looking at facilities. And one thing kind of led to the other. As we got into the facility, we liked the uniqueness of the space. Because everything I do, I kind of want to do it different. I don't want to do what everyone else is doing. I always like to kind of find my own lane, do something a little different than what's out there. So what caught our eye about the event stop was the loft area, the stairs, which is definitely something that people enjoy. They like that actual experience, having the loft and still being able to overlook, you know, their guests and things like that. I'm just happy that that people saw my vision and, and supported and referred people and you know, we have great reviews on Google because people are actually taken to the experience. They like it. So it shows that all the hard work that went into it wasn't in vain. No, absolutely not in vain because I've been there for several parties and it seems there's a lot of affiliates and other people that I know use it as well. So kudos to you, you. man. You actually, you know, when you talk about making an impact in people's lives and they look back 15 years ago. And, you know, you just had a conversation the other day where somebody was like, yeah, you serviced my kid party 13 years ago. Oh, like, my goodness. How does that, that make you age. feel? How, did, <laughs> how does it no, make you feel but... for people to remember that you impacted their families? They had a great time. They can remember just the from the moment you walked in as you lit up the world. So how does that feel to be that woman? It feels really good. And it's more so the impact on that child, you know, just to know that, you know, birthday parties, some people do them every year. Some people do them for monumental years. So just to know that I was the highlight of making that child's day, you know, no matter what went on that week, I was able to come, whether it was for an hour, two hours or whatever, 
was to come and be a part of a memory that will last forever within that child. They'll always remember I had a pony at my birthday party or the bounce house or the cartoon character was a big hit. So at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's just making lasting memories with perfect strangers who actually become family over time. Yeah, I, you know, I can see that family has grown. It has extended. So when you talk about <laughs> family, you know, let's talk about a little bit in your personal life, if you don't mind. You have children, right? How many children do you have? I have three children. Three children I have okay. one boy and two girls. Oh, nice. That's a good balance, right? Does the boy <laughs> always seem to get the girls ready for the world? Man, it's tough out here. Uh, yeah, he's tough. He loves his little sisters. He's a great big brother. He's There's a big age gap between the girls and him, but... He makes sure that he comes and still spends time with them and, you know, kind of gives that brotherly love that they look forward to seeing. So, Man, that's kudos to them. Like, it's a necessity when you talk about siblings being close, right? Big bro always set the tone for the little sisters and yes, what to expect yes. in life and what to accept and what not to accept. So, man, yes. that's a good thing. So we're having the children and the family. Are they supportive? of your mission and what you do, right? As being a woman, you're a, you were the BIPOC, right? We're Black and just people of color in this community. And now women are trending in the business. Like how does the family play a role in support and what do they do to help take that off of your plate? Yes. I have a very supportive family. My fiance is supportive, my son, even the kids, you know, everybody, even the young girls, but everybody has, even cousins, aunts, everybody has played a part in the growth of kids world. I've had people host you know, events. I've had some of my male cousins or even female cousins when they were younger get in the costumes and transition out. And so I've definitely had a great support system the whole way through as far as, you know, employing family members, friends, things like that. So I'm very grateful for the family structure and the support of the businesses as well. You know, they, they're on the front lines with me, you know, seeing the growth, seeing the struggle, seeing everything, you know. So it's like, hey, if I'm going to pass this business off to you one day, you know, you need to be on the front lines, you know, putting in the blood, sweat and tears, you know, to see what it takes to actually run a business from scratch out the mud. <laughs> Man, listen, I am getting that word quite often, you know, getting it out the mud. And so I just want you to elaborate a little bit, because what getting it out the mud to me is not the same thing for you. Even though we can see we headed in the same direction, our mud may have been a little bit different. See, you may have used water to play, right? And I <laughs> right. may have had to go get some concrete. And right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? I need a little heavier compound to spill some <laughs> things. So, hey, that's the pleasure when you say that. But just elaborate on getting it out the mud and being where you are and you are busy in this world and you wear many hats. How is that right? I keep saying, take it off your plate. What's being done to help alleviate some of the stress in the business world and just how the world is evolving with the technology? What are you doing to improve on your end? Right. So when I first started the company, let's just say 15 years ago, it wasn't a lot of, you had to really go out here, hit the pavement pass out flyers hand in hand. We didn't have Instagram, you know, so that really sparked the fire, you know, just being able to start a company and be able to recruit customers and things like that. 
but the old way, you know, the grassroots way where we're actually going out, having to interact with people in person, telling them about your business, you know, pulling up to brick and mortars or daycares or establishments and saying, hey, this is my product. This is what I offer, you know, and asking for that sale, you know. And so with technology coming into play, Instagram, I mean, now we don't really have to be on the pavement as much. But we appreciate it more because we know if we ever have to go back to that, you know, we have that foundation because that's where we started. But Instagram plays a big role and the social media platforms plays a big role in recruiting, getting new customers, putting your content out there at the, the click of your finger. So, you know, just staying relevant on that. These last couple of years, we've been trying to move more into automation where, you know, where people can book and get a better experience, maybe just going on our website versus being on the phones, but we still keep that element where customers can actually pick up the phone and call us to book their experience. Some people, you know, haven't evolved into doing everything online. So just being a resource and still having that soft skill where you can still pick up the phone and make a sale over the phone or spend an hour with someone who might not be ready to book now, but helping them to curate their ideas so that they can have the best event. That Sounds great. And, you know, so let me ask a question, right? And we live in a world where people can become indecisive as they know they want to party. Do you ever just get customers that they call you like, you know, I just want to party. I just don't know what I want. And if so, how do you go about assisting that customer to make sure that they have the best experience? Coming from, so I used to work at a, a Fortune 500 company and we I was an insurance agent before I went full time in any of our my businesses, and they really taught you how to not info dump. You know, I, I get on the phone and I ask questions. You know, how old is your child? What is your child into? You know, so that way I could curate different packages that actually fits their needs instead of you know dumping a bunch of things or telling them info dumping on a bunch of things that might not be relevant to that child. You know, so I kind of listen. And then I offer, you know, and I'm not trying to sell the biggest package to every customer. Because if you have a one-year-old and you're trying to throw a birthday party, you might not need a magician, you know, or you might not need. So I just kind of cater the experience to what they need and allow them to say, hey, you know, I need this, this, and this. And then I even go as far as creating custom schedules so that a lot of people are not familiar with scheduling a birthday party, you know? So I'll go the extra mile to actually schedule each individual service so that their party can flow. Once again, alleviating stress on the parent when it comes to other things you have to worry about when planning a party or an event. Wow. It sounds like you just really taken all of your teachings and your skills and what has been poured in you and you transitioned or utilized it to create your own empire and you're doing wonderful. And like we're young, right? And I'm saying you and we, because we're young women and like just to take a look at your future and say, realistically, if I wanted to retire, I've created a legacy that I am happy about. I can stand behind. How does that motivate you to continue to push forward? and continue to create memories and still provide for the service, even though we're in a world where people don't always seem to appreciate your hard work or effort. Honestly, it means everything because for me, and a lot of people don't know, but I was a teen mom, you know, and I, my whole goal was to beat 
the statistics. So many statistics come behind being a teen mom. You know, I was told, you know, you're going to fail. You're going to be on welfare. You're going to drop out of school, you know, things like that. So from the very beginning, I knew that, you know, the odds were against my children. But at the time, you know, being a teenage mom, I had to beat the odds. You know, if every team or if team moms were expected to drop out of school, I had to finish school. If team moms were expected to be on welfare, I had to not be on welfare. You know, so it was just all of those things from the very beginning that kept me moving. And I just wanted my child and my children to be proud of the journey, not embarrassed, you know, but just proud to say, hey, my mom was a team mom, but look at her now, you know, look at what she's provided and left for us, you know, so that's always my driving force in everything I do. Wow. I just want to hear a little bit more about that because I feel like we living in a world, right, where more babies are being made and these teen moms, they don't have the encouragement. They don't have people to come forward and say, hey, I was in your place and I want to help. So how is it that just with that story alone, because that's so powerful what you said, right? As you have broken the odds, that means you've beat many statistics and things like that. What are you doing to impact and what do they call them? Gen Z? Is that where we at? Yeah. <laughs> How is that helping like Gen Z? Because you're seeing it so frequently that, you know, girls are getting pregnant at the age of 10, right? And they haven't um, even begun to discover really what it means for their body or their mind to develop, you know? So how has that story impacted the world around you to be able to help in the community? That's kind of like my next like five-year plan, really, honestly, is to maybe it'll be through a nonprofit. I don't know, wherever God kind of leads me my steps, but I really see myself pouring back into that group of that community, that community of girls, teenagers who might not have the support I have from my parents to kind of help me push through. But I would definitely I see myself, you know, reaching back to pour into those young ladies who yeah, we may, and I'm not going to call it a mistake. This is a hurdle in our life that we have to overcome. You can either allow it to knock you down or you can allow it to be your motivation to go and do great things. So I really just want to be that example. And I still have a lot that I want to accomplish, but I definitely want to reach back and just tell that teen girl that was just like me, you know, that, hey, it's possible, you know, it's possible to be successful despite what the world is telling you, you know, your friends, your family members, community, you know, so just use that and allow that to be your driving force to do better. So I definitely see myself in the next five years or so, hopefully less, you know, giving back to that community just because that's where I came from, you know, and there were a group of people or a select few people who told me that, it can happen, you know, and that's all you need is that somebody in your corner to say you can do it. You know, sometimes it can just be one person sometimes that's rooting for you when the rest of the world is saying your life is over because of that. You know, I want to be that example, but I also want to pull some other young ladies up to show, hey, despite that happened, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, hey, I typically don't and won't do this. So, you know, when you talk about <laughs> 20 years ago, right? We talk uh-huh. we going way back to ninth grade. Way back, way, way, way. back when. So <laughs> to sit here and I can say, and I am proud to say it as I've seen your journey. And I hope you can say that I am one of those friends that have encouraged you and pushed yeah. you no matter what. Maybe I pushed you out the window sometimes. <laughs> right. 
It was all no, love. I've seen the growth. And man, it's such a beautiful growth. I appreciate you for the person that you are and the woman that you became. And I just want to say thank you. As many times uh-huh. you don't get your flowers while you're alive, but I want to give them to you and you getting them right now. I am glad <laughs> to have you in my life. I wouldn't know what to do without you. I'm glad to have you too. I'm going to give you your flowers right back because you've definitely been one of those people in my life that have stayed consistent, you know, and that's why we stand here 20 years strong, you know, and our journeys kind of mirrored each other a little bit, you know, here and there. So I'm just happy to see you on your platform. You have a great podcast and I'm glad you're here with me by my side. I know I can reach out to you anytime I need something. So I thank you for that. Wow, man, you are just phenomenal. And, you know, I can't help but to do it, you know, on this show, right? <laughs> we, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? You know, Patricia, you got to prepare for your rare gem moment, right? I'm ready. You ready? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so based on the numerical value of your name, I like to reveal your destiny number. And your destiny number is number five. And here's what it says about you. I just want to give a few things. And you're going to tell me if this is you. It says that you are full of life, creativity, and growth. Your best days of the month is 5 and 14 and 23. Your key concepts is the mind and education. As you are eager to learn, you love to travel and explore. You're a good visionary. You're a great communicator. You can be drawn to writing or teaching. You like to be constructively busy and you're sociable. You're a quick thinker. But sometimes you can be bad tempered. Okay. You can be, you can be in that mode where you're unable to finish what you have started. Moody and temperamental. You make decisions without enough forethought. And you can be easily bored, right? So along those lines, it also says that you see constant change and variety, the scope to put the fruits of physical and mental experiences into action. This may be the physical changes of the scene, but it can also be mental stimulation that comes from the world of ideals or interests. This number is associated with social contacts, education, ideal, and communication of all kinds. The number five shows the need to break out of the enclosed structure that is signified in the number four. This number breeds activity because it hates routine and restriction and it becomes Mm. nervous and restless when held down it hates Mm. to see its freedom threatened because it needs a wide area in which to move around and to express its drive and energy now you tell me does that explain anything of you and if so how do you feel about that yeah absolutely everything except for the timber Okay, no, just like, no, but I think it was great. I mean, that's definitely me, definitely creative, always looking for a way to expand upon my current endeavors. I don't like to sit still too long. I definitely have to keep it moving. What's going on? My fiance always says, I'm always looking for what's the solution to this. Okay, we got the problem, but well, how do we solve this problem? You know, I don't like to sit too long and, you know, in the problem, I like to get straight to, you know, how can we fix this and move forward? So I definitely think it was very much so true. A lot of that, except for my temper. (laughs) 
Hey, well, you know what? I can't get it all right with the fact right, that you're right. like... But you did a good job. I'm like, is she a psychic? That sounds just about right. So, <laughs> no. I, I appreciate that wear, Jimbo. Listen, <laughs> you know, I, anyone who knows me or get the opportunity to talk to me as I like numbers and numbers can tell a story. And if you like storytelling, which I do, I love a great story. You can create a story just based off numbers. And so that's what this show does. That's why you're the rare gem. And we have your moment because I like to hear how you honestly feel about it's written there. Like it tells yeah. who you are. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I, I watched all your other, a lot of your other podcasts that you've done. And I was definitely looking forward to my rare gym moment. But I definitely have to say that was pretty on point. So, so that was good. I expect that. Well, great. I thank you. So I just want to go off a little bit and I want to ask. So as a kid, right, you were pretty happy. You have brothers, right? How many brothers do you have? I have three brothers. Oh, they were brothers, brother. Just something like I got three brothers. They were like brothers, but like my brother's strict about I'm not going yeah. or I got doing. three brothers. That that's part of my everything. I I had an older brother. He's four years older than me. And whatever he was doing, I felt like I could do, you know, and whether it was playing football in the yard or whatever they were doing, I needed to be right there with them. So that's why I'm a good basketball player, lightweight, you know what I'm saying? I go out and no, but I definitely having brothers definitely made me strong and resilient. Right. And you know what? I'm glad that you mentioned that word resilient because we are in 2022 and resilient is something that I believe everyone must possess, but they don't. Right. So let's just take about your resilience and how we've built your character as being a woman in the business world. There are so many opportunities for women. Have you began to explore thinking of a exit strategy for kids world or the event stop? that will tailor to you now are more mature and you have the skill and experience that will allow you to expand beyond anything imaginable at this very point. Have you thought about those ideals? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I see myself, I feel like I've done, I've created systems and I've implemented them over and over again to the point where I definitely feel like it's time for me to, you know, maybe share the business as far as maybe teaching someone on how to get into the space of maybe children's entertainment or even, you know, owning their own event center and things like that. Definitely see that as something I would be doing in the future to expand upon Kids World as well as the event stop. I also, you know, I do real estate as well. I do invest. So I'm definitely looking to do more of those type of journeys where I can kind of buy my time back as well, you know? So not so much me working and showing up every day, but definitely putting those systems in place where the business entities can run on their own and as well as creating more passive income opportunities for myself and my family. Wow. Listen, I mean, you're hitting on all of the key things that in this financial legacy needs to be created. So talk to me a little bit more about this (laughs) passive income. You know, what's passive income? What does it mean to you and how do you create it? It's really just setting up those structures one time and allowing them to to pay back, you know, residually. So as far as, you know, the real estate, putting in the work up front to the point where you can have residual income coming in that you don't have to physically go out and do every, you know, every day. Once you put the work in initially, it's the gift that keeps giving, (laughs) you know. And so that's kind of what I want to 
show my children, I want to show them, you know, a diverse way of making money, rather be starting a business or investing in real estate or trading in the stock market, you know, so just things like that. So I try to do that now while my girls are young, just so that, you know, they can kind of get a grasp on it now. So when they are 18, 20, 30 years old, they kind of had that foundation instilled in them and they can kind of decide which way they want to go, but at least they've been exposed to it. Wow, I like that word exposure. So I'm just going to give you kudos and credit to exposure because a few years ago, right before COVID came in, I remember I got this call and you was like, hey, what you doing? I know you're probably busy, but come <laughs> to this class with me. And I'm like, come yeah. to this class and being honest, you guys, because I'm on the phone with my friend. I'm like, what kind of class is this? Is this like a dance class and I need to bring some heels? What kind of party we doing here? And she's like, no, man, we sitting down. We going to learn how to trade. And I'm like, and what we trading, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so talk a little bit of that experience from there, because I seen it progress, right? As you were like, Leah, man, I'm really doing these great things. And I was just like, man, my friend. What's she doing? And I don't be knowing about it. What, tell me what you was doing. I mean, I just really, you know, I just want, I, I was fortunate to run into a mentor at a young age, you know, where they kind of exposed me to the stock market. And I knew about like 401k from working my corporate job, as far as like being able to actually invest in the stocks and understand how stocks work and how it can build, you know, long-term wealth for your family. That was something new to me. And as far as me, anybody I could tell about or bring in, especially who had the mindset that I have, like we've been friends for so many years just because we are, you know, we're both motivated. We have drive and we like money, you know, let's just face it. So there are ways that allow you to generate wealth for your family without having to work your behind so much. You can work your mind. So, you know, I do appreciate you coming out and trying to absorb that information. But for me, I kind of just still keep that in my portfolio. I'm always going to invest in stocks. I'm going to be learning. I'm, you know, doing options and things like that now, but I'm no expert, but I'm, I'm learning every day, you know? So that's just something that I want to continue to enhance my education on. Okay. So I just want to ask, like, that's a really good thing as you can, everything I hear is building, building, building. And sometimes in life, right, you have those moments where you build and you build and you push in past the limits. At there, is there at any moment that you can recall that you digress, right? And you digress to a point that it made you question what you were doing. If so, can you please share that with us and just tell me how it made you feel at that moment and what you did to overcome? I would have to say for me, the pandemic, you know, the pandemic was a root of awakening for everybody. And it was like, I could either lay down and, you know, just accept the fact that we're in a pandemic, money going to be short or what have you, or I can pivot. And during that pandemic, I honestly can say, my business made the most money that it has made because it forced me to get out of my comfort zone. It forced me to think outside of the box. You know, the stuff that was working up until that point for the last, you know, 12 plus years wasn't working during this, you know, this, this, this pandemic. And it was like, you can either sit there or you can either think outside the box and pivot. And it really forced me to create 
outside of my comfort zone. So that was probably the most awakening time of my life. And also it just showed me that, wow, you know, you can break these ceilings. You don't have to be at this point, you know, forever. So just being able to get through that pivot and see the growth that I saw during that time period, that that had to be the moment that I realized, you know, hey, never sit in your comfort zone, you know, be okay with change. Wow. Hey, those were powerful words. And I just want to say as, you know, every day when I get up, you know, I am, the world change is a constant change. And yes. I am always seeking those ways of the change because sometimes we move through life and we do so much and our paradigm is simply what we're looking at and what we have going on and we forget about the world around us and you yeah. know we forget to be able to move and we feel like those strategies that we've had in place or maybe that your grandmother had in place when we talk about mm-hmm. people leaving generational curse like man Ain't nobody left me no money. Don't be right. me none of these bad <laughs> habits and teaching yeah. me and giving me things that it's not going to be conducive to growth. So exactly. COVID was a revamp for everyone. And it sounds as if you took it and you utilized it as an opportunity to grow mentally, to grow your business, and then to also, you know, grow your life and your family. So with that being said, and we are still in the midst of COVID, it's about to be Thanksgiving. Given, how has that changed around this time for planning for families who typically you have 50 people over to the house and now it's more on a smaller scale? How does that impact kids' world of fun and the event stop? I heard you mention that this has been your most lucrative time, but how does that impact you? Have you noticed a difference? Has it been a growth or has it been a steady flow? I think. You know, right after they kind of lifted the restrictions and things like that, it really made people appreciate celebration. Honestly, I think it made them realize like, hey, we never know when there will be another pandemic. So let's live life in the moment more, you know, let's enjoy, let's celebrate those, let's celebrate every day, you know, because we never know when there can be another situation where we're down for two years, missing the people interaction and the social aspect that we might've taken for granted. So I think it's making people come together more and appreciate one another, you know, and just embrace family members. Like I spoke to a lady not long ago and she was like, I lost a great deal of my family through the pandemic, as far as like death, you know, and it's like, it just tells you to live life as if it is your last, you know, day. Don't wait and put off something for tomorrow that you can do today. I honestly agree with you. And you know, that just goes into your rare gem moment, right? What it talks about. (laughs) You do not like to sit still. And one thing that it also mentioned, and it says that you cannot have a boring lover or partner for a long period of time. (laughs) And it's funny, right? Because when I hear you talk, it's like to take a look at life and how it evolved. Everyone around you bounces off of your energy when you walk in the room. Is that something that you've noticed? Yeah, oh, I hope so. You know, I hope I bring good energy and can, you know, light up the spark for people to enjoy themselves, be themselves, you know, and have a good time. I live for great moments, great memories, and just having a good time, you know. So 
And I'm just happy for whoever's there with me to embrace those moments and celebrate and make memories with me, you know? So that's about right. So I have, so with you having children, right? Because this thing says our offspring simply deliver a lot of these traits that we have. Which Mm -hmm. one of your children has that spark that they're going to magnetize you by a million? Just I just want to know, is it your son? Or is it the middle girl or is it the baby girl? Who is it? Let me think. My, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like My son was the rockhead in his earlier years. And now he's so coachable, you know, and he's he's just really a sponge for the information that I have to share. Before it was like, oh, okay, mom, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, that type of thing. But my daughters are kind of different. Like they've kind of embraced the businesses at a young age and I can tell like your daughters, they really look up to you and want to be you, you know, so I try to be the best example I can be because even my youngest daughter, I remember her kindergarten, no, not her kindergarten, her preschool graduation not long ago. And she just stood up and she said, I want to all the kids like, hey, I want to work at McDonald's. I want to play football when I get older. And she stood up and she said, I want to be an entrepreneur. And I was just so proud. And even the people in the audience was like, she said she want to do what? You know, so she said she want to be an entrepreneur. And she's kind of stood on that without coaching. Like, that's what she wants to do. And even my other daughter, who's like a bookworm, you know, she wants to, I can see her coming in and improving my systems and things like that. They're always correcting or critiquing and telling me ways that, the you know, things I can implement in the business. And I listen to them because I was that young girl just like them with all these courageous ideas and you know, if somebody was just like, hey, I believe you, you know, let's do it, you know. And sometimes that's what kids need because, you know, they're showing you now what they want to be in the future. So I definitely say a good piece of me are each of them. But definitely my daughters are probably going to be the ones that carry on the torch. So if you I guys so. could have seen her face when it lit up, like I see that right there. <laughs> that is the one thing, you know, just to stand firm on that you're proud of when you talk about accomplishments. So outside of building this really great family, you have this really great foundation and you've explored it to different realms and you set yourself up for success. When you take a look at you personally, and we still are in the pandemic, what have you done for yourself? to stimulate that growth outside of everything else you're doing for everyone else. And that's the thing. That's the big thing that I'm working on in all transparency is, you know, just parting out a little time for myself. You know, just coming to the realization that you can't be everything for everyone and you can't pour out of an empty cup. So it's like, take some time out. So now I definitely will have a you know, because most of my businesses operate on the weekend. So I'll have a lazy Monday, you know, <laughs> that's just part out for me to sit around and be just relaxed, you know, and not do anything for real, you know. But so I'm just really starting to part out days where I just say, you know, I'm not doing any work. I load up my Wednesday or I load up a Thursday or something like that with all the work I have to do for the week. But I try to definitely part out some days where I go to the nail shop or go grab a massage or something like that. But I still want to travel more and things like that. Like, you know, it's it's one thing to to get the money and earn it and, you know, stack it or what have you. But you want to enjoy it too. You know, you want to pay yourself to go out and have a good time. You know, you earned it, you know. But for years, I found myself being more fascinated with with saving money, you know, stacking money, investing and things like that, which is all work. So now 
the remaining of this year and years to come, I want to definitely part out time for me to vacation and just kind of log off, log off from the work because I found myself, even I might be on vacation and I'm still working. I'm still checking emails. I'm still answering calls. And so, so for 2023, my goal is to log off, log off from work, log off from all the attachments of the outer world and just learn to enjoy myself. Wow, that's great. And you know, when you say enjoy yourself, so in some of this downtime, we're going to call it log off Monday. So everybody, yeah. 2023 <laughs> is going to be Patricia Bagley's log off Monday. Yeah, don't so- call me on Monday, y'all. I'll be at parties on Tuesday. Through, uh, don't call me on Monday, y'all. Just kidding. But we'll make sure we have the resources in place to still get your needs taken care of. But yes, you do have to take some days to be relax. So on it, so during your relaxed time, what are some things that you find to be of comfort? Because we're taking things off your plate, right? So if I walk to you and I was a magic genie, or this is your magic genie at this very moment, and I could grant you three wishes, what would you take off your plate? What would I take off my plate? The plate is pretty full, so I definitely need to take some things off the plate. So let me think what I would take off my plate. Okay, I would delegate more responsibilities to in, in the business, you know, where it can fully run and operate on its own without me having to be so hands-on. So definitely more automation and hiring more people to allow me to get that break, but still operate with no breaks in the experience for our customers. What else would I take off my plate? I would have a maid to come and clean the house, <laughs> do all my chores. <laughs> no, but uh, that would be something good to take off the plate. And three, let me see. Three. I don't know. You know, I've taken a lot off my plate over the years. So I, I, I may think of the third one a little later, but right now I'll say those two for sure. Wow. Well, hey, I mean, those two are enough, right? Because when you talk about daily, especially via physical, sometimes it's a challenge. You don't always want to get up and clean. You don't, every day, I don't want to be an adult or do this adulting thing. But when I take a look around and look at my <laughs> empire, it's like, man, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I am having the most fun that I've had in my life. This adulting ain't bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's not too bad once you move some things out of the way. I mean, I just like enjoy like some of the things, just being able to go and pop up at my child's school and volunteer. Like I volunteered last week and it was like, you know, one thing I've learned is just prioritizing your schedule and just scheduling things. Everything can get done if you schedule it, you know. So I and I have my calendar on my phone. I don't know what I would do without that, but I calendar everything in now but just being able to get up volunteer with the kids go make sure i make all their sporting events and things like that without pressure those have been some of the benefits of you know being an entrepreneur full time it's just being able to do what you want when you want if you prioritize your schedule the right way and you know here's the thing what i tell people because i used to believe that i had to prioritize my schedule but you just said you have to schedule your priorities as that is yeah. a completely different thing Scheduling mm-hmm. your priorities, set boundaries in this money-making yeah. world. That's what we are. We are generators, right? And when we are yeah. busy people, we know that we have to work within boundaries. That means every minute has to be accounted for, for meetings, conversations, maybe, mm-hmm. hey, I'm doing something on the fly, but we get into the money because that's what the life is that we live. And some people may call it hustling. 
maybe call it a right. hustler. Mm-hmm. I simply call it being a phenomenal woman because that's what I am. And yeah. those, those yeah. are the people who I stand with. You see, exactly. and it's the difference that you're a phenomenal woman. And so just with that being said, is I like to reveal your rare gem. Okay, Wait, I got another. Oh, okay. That's different. Okay. Yeah, so your rare gem, there is a gem that is specifically according to the identities or properties of you. There is a gem that matches your personality. And mm. your rare gem reveal is oregonite. Okay. Mm. And oregonite is a connection with the earth energy. It gives you the vigor you need to recharge and stabilize yourself in all areas of body, mind, and soul. It is roots entrenching deep below the surface. It stimulates. It's not wavering. It's a crystal that helps or is rooted to our planet, helps you release excess energy, center yourself, and silence your mind. The inner silence is where all the journey begins to understanding your true purpose and mission on Earth. Aragonite is attuned to the Earth goddess. It is encouraging you to shift your focus to living a more conscious and sustainable life, respecting the resources Earth has offered, as well as, now we talk about gems, right? And I said that I like numbers. And when you take at linking and we talk about ancestry, it also links you to a passion for someone or something. It is associated with the ruin canaz. And that's associated with fire and therefore with passion. It talks of physical love and loving relationships. So it can mean finding new alternatives, new people, a new path of discovery, always with a feeling of safety because the gods are looking kindly on your affairs at this particular time. How do you feel about that? I love it. I mean, it's it definitely speaks volumes. Definitely, you said the gods are looking after my affairs at this time. They looking All after right, your affairs. That means you got those angels. And yes. uh, how do you feel about that protection of layer just being centered around you and you attract it? I love it. I love it. And it's funny you say you're a numbers person. And I see like you know one 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 and things like that, and it just kind of means new beginnings and that you know, God is with you in your steps. And so that's why everything that I do, I do it, you know, I just move on faith, you know, knowing that I might not know all the answers, but I know I'm not being led in the wrong direction, you know? So just kind of stepping out on faith and just knowing that, hey, God hasn't felt me as of yet. So definitely, you know, anything that I plan to do in the future, I step out with confidence and with faith, you know, so... And just that mindset that I I can't fail, you know. All right. Well, great. You guys have heard it from the Kids World creator, Patricia Bagley herself, and this phenomenal legacy and what she's done to create it. So let's take a look. Here's your your truth moment, right? So I'm able to ask you any question. Uh, This is just seeking your honest opinion. It doesn't make it truth. It doesn't make it right. It just explains your perspective. And right now we live in the world where everyone wants to be politically correct. And you have to be very cautious of your words and what you're saying. And you know, I particularly, I like basketball as I've come to enjoy the sport, right? Right now, Kyrie Irving, man, he is a phenomenal person. He does his thing as he's a legend 
in the business and basketball. How do you feel right now that this anti-Semitic mess is going on based on his perspective? What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts. So definitely, I just feel like one thing I learned in college, the short time I was there, I was there for two years, and I remember being in communications class and it said, words are irreversible. And just things that you put out in the universe are irreversible. So once you put them out there, oftentimes you can't get it back, you know? So my thing is just know your truth, you know, standing on what is important to you. I don't feel like you should have to be judged by something that is true to you, you know? But once you put it out there, just know that in this day and age, living in the social media era and things like that, things you say will be misconstrued. You know, everybody will have their opinion on it, but just if that's something, if that's your truth, stand on it, you know, or be okay with standing corrected, you know, but once you put it out there, it's out there for the world to judge. So sometimes you just have to hit that pause button, think, think about what you have to lose, think about what you have to gain, and then just kind of, you know, use that as your guiding force when you put things out into the universe, just period. So rather good or bad, just be ready to stand on it or stand corrected. Well, that was a great tip to leave with us. If someone wanted to reach out to you or they wanted to obtain your services, how do they find you? Well, you can find me different ways, but the most accessible way, which is where we're all gathering on social media, you can find our children's entertainment under Kids World Ohio, which is K-I-D-Z, as in zebra, World Ohio. Kids with a Z, World Ohio. And then our venue, you can find us at the, T-H-E, underscore, event, stop, like the stop sign. And we'd be happy to help you. You can go on there and see some of the services that we offer, and uh, we'd be happy to help you. You can even give us a call at 866-430-1012 for either company. Wow. Well, thanks again for tuning in to Financial Legacy. Nothing off limits with Leah. I'm your courageous host. November is the month of celebration. Be sure to get you plenty to eat, drink responsibly, and celebrate with good people. This is where gems of the world become intrigued by their rare gem moment, rare gem reveal, and discuss their moment of truth. Thank you, Patricia Bagley, Kids World of Fun creator, and you're from Cleveland for joining us, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for having me. You have an awesome day and much success on your podcast.